Want to welcome a brand new sponsor to the OP Radio Podcast. I'm talking about Decked. They got the deck drawer system for your truck. The deck drawer system is waterproof, so it protects and secures all of your stuff from Mother Nature. You can get your deck drawer system at decked.com slash opie and get free shipping. That's decked.com slash opie for free shipping on your decked drawer system. Decked.com slash opie. And now on with the show. Oh yeah, we are live from the Glass Box Studios, 500 feet above New York City. What's up, Daniel Connolly? Hello, my brother, Tim McConnell. Hello, Jason Master. Uh, Mosier, it looks like. It's very bright. Sorry. Off the YouTube. Hello, Vincent Scaramuzzo. Hello, Pappy Chula. Off uh, the YouTube. What's going on? We got Debbie up there in Boston. Go socks. Andy Vollin. What's going on, Andy? How are you, buddy? Hey, from Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. That's where uh, Fez had a fiancé for all those years, right? I hope she's doing all right with the passing of Fez. Good old Niagara Falls. My God. They used to... Um, I always got to look to see where the kids are. They used to have fine strip clubs in Ontario, Canada, right over the border. And when we were living in Buffalo, boy, did we... Uh, did we go to the strip clubs? I remember we took our PD there from the Fox in Buffalo. One of the dancers, one of the gals took my PD's glasses and did a little something, something uh, down there with the glasses and put them back on his uh, face. And they were very smeary. <laughs> True story. Quick and easy. He put the glasses back on his face and they were very smeary. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. Is that good or bad? How you feeling after the scooter fall? Oh, my God. Michael W. Burgeon Jr. doesn't listen to the OP Radio podcast. I'm doing all right. But I, I got to tell you. So uh, the short story, I have an electric scooter. I, I, I tool all over Manhattan with it. It makes uh, living in New York a lot easier. So many people are on scooters now. And they're getting faster and crazier, actually. People are wearing um, motorcycle helmets now. And um, I went a flying on, on my scooter, and I, I did a couple tumbles, and I'm very, very lucky that I did not get seriously injured. If you want to go back a couple episodes on the OP Radio podcast, you can see the whole hilarious story. So I called up the company and said, Hey, I fell off your electric scooter because your bolt was flimsy, flim-flammy. And uh, the bolt broke in half, and that's what made the electric scooter turn into a skateboard. And I'm too old to be a skateboarder. And that's why I went flying. Customer service didn't want to hear it. They didn't give a crap. They didn't want to do anything for me. And I'm like, well, I'm going to mention this on my social media. And they're like, yeah, mention it then. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you understand what those people are, are capable of? I'm scared of them myself. And they're like, yeah. So I put the whole story on my Instagram a couple days ago, and I, I showed the bolt that broke in half 
that made me go a-flying. And I also have a picture of uh, the scooter in two pieces. You don't want an electric scooter ever in two pieces. Quickly, the guy who runs the social media for the electric scooter company jumped on my post and was going back and forth with me. He still wasn't saying, we're glad you're okay. We're sorry it happened. And, uh, and, uh, and then maybe a but. No, they went right into defense mode. Right into defense mode. Blaming me. Blaming that I, I got the scooter from a third party. Blaming this and that. At one point, the guy hinted that uh, the reason why the scooter might have broke was because I was fat. He didn't officially say it, but he, he was hinting that the problem might be that I'm, I'm a bit uh, on the chubby side, and that's why the scooter broke. And I'm like, how dare you, sir? I gained a few pounds like anyone else during the COVID thing, but I'm close to my fighting weight of 170 pounds, so it's not that. And then all you guys got involved and uh, really were attacking the guy, which I really appreciated, to be honest, because I got to tell you, this is the, the one reason why I love doing radio, because we all deal with crap in our lives. But to have the outlet I did for so many years where something bothered you so much that you could go on the radio, turn on a microphone, and just spew your frustration was very, very uh, uh, pleasing. So uh, going back and forth with the guy, he blames, blames me, says that I might be chubby, and then he goes, look at his wheels. He goes, look at his wheels. He modified the scooter. And I'm like, hey, dummy. If you want to talk about the wheels, too, I was going to leave the wheels out of this situation. But the fact is, the wheels that came with the electric scooter, um, they popped very soon after purchase. And then I guess they give you like a, a spare set of wheels. So then I put those wheels on the electric scooter and those popped as well. So I said to the to the Einstein, I go, yo, the reason why those uh, are third party wheels is because your wheels suck, too. And these wheels that I got from a third party. I haven't had one issue with them. And then he's going back and forth with everybody. And then uh, one guy goes, you know, I can't believe this is customer service. I can't believe you don't care about what happened to, to Opie and uh, his electric scooter and the fall. You're not concerned that he could have got seriously injured, blah, blah, blah. And besides the fact, you, you can't even speak in complete sentences. And I swear the guy said this. He goes, because uh, I think the guy uh, hinted that he might be Asian or something and that maybe English was his second language, something like that. And the guy goes, uh, I'll have you know I'm African-American and the reason why I'm not writing in complete sentences is because it's my accent or something like that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So uh, long story short, um, that was very, very pleasing to me. Uh, very, very satisfying that uh, I was able to to spew what happened to me in my electric scooter, and then I, and then I was glad everyone saw it for themselves that the the company just didn't care and that they were fighting me uh, on on Instagram instead instead of taking the high road and going, hey, I'm really sorry this happened. Let's take this offline and we'll figure something out. They're like, no, man. They kept blaming the victim. You don't want to blame the victim. And then what happened was. Uh, some of the responses of this guy uh, from this guy were hilarious. And then I was just using dry humor and sarcasm back at the guy. Then he started deleting all the comments. And then he started blocking everybody. And then he ends up blocking me, the guy that fell off his electric scooter because of a flim flam bolt. 
that uh, that made me go a flying. So then in the end, he blocks me like I'm the problem. Unbelievable. But with that said, uh, I'm fine. I, I said it on the podcast. It was a literally a horrific um, crash. You got to call it a crash. Basically, the bolt breaks and it collapses the scooter because the bolt connected uh, the handlebar thing and the gas and all that crap uh, to the base that you stand on. So when the bolt broke, that whole thing collapsed. And then I, I, then I had no support and I went flying. And then uh, I was laying there on the ground after someone said, holy shit, did you see that? And then I laid on the ground, even though they wanted to get me up right away. And I, I basically said, I got to lay here, got to lay here to see if I broke anything. And then um, it turned out I didn't break anything, thank God. And I was, I was pretty much okay. I was still dealing with my back issues. So it kind of it yanked my back and knocked me back, uh, I don't know, two or three days as far as uh, the back healing. And I had a couple scrapes and uh, minor stuff on the palms of my hand because that's how I braced myself when I went flying forward and then braced myself with my palms, but there was too much momentum going forward. So then I went boom, boom, and I, I, I rolled over twice. I'm glad everyone saw how they handled my situation on, on the Instagram. It's Opie Radio on Instagram, by the way, if you want to see the broken bolt and the collapsed uh, scooter. And now... Um, some lovely uh, fan of mine, um, they made a wonderful meme of me flying in the air <laughs> with a broken scooter. That's also on my, my Instagram and, and on my uh, Facebook. So it's been, it's been uh, a whirlwind of activity, I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God, you just gave me the hiccups. But bravo, a little callback from Gary Krasinski, one of the regulars. One of the good guys. Did everyone wait to see if someone else would go help you? Very, very good. And I'm not even going to explain that. If you're, if you're a subscriber to my podcast, you know exactly what Gary Krasinski is talking about. So when do the pests attack the scooter company? Well, uh, some, let's just put it this way. Some people have been attacking. Um, and it was kind of nice to see. I'm not going to lie. That had a little uh, mini army behind me. There you go. You got city hands from counting money. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, but I had rough. Uh, working man hands for a while as well, man. You never know what life's going to throw at you. I went uh, from uh, being extremely poor to uh, having a lot of money to watch my money go away <laughs> very quickly. And then I used to kind of be blue collary with my caddying job and uh, my other odds and ends uh, jobs. Is it odds and ends jobs or odds and end jobs? I don't know. I plural words all the time that aren't supposed to be plural and then vice versa. I, I should have never went into broadcasting. I can't even do the basics. I stink. He finally admitted it. Watch his live stream. He finally admitted it. At 15 minutes and 30 seconds, you'll hear it for yourself. He admitted that he stinks. By the way, breaking news. Um... I got a haircut, and it stinks. <laughs> I got to get it fixed. <laughs> I finally got a haircut, and it stinks. And I really got to get it fixed. <laughs> so I'm still going to be wearing hats. Oh, my God. By the time I get this fixed, I might as well just shave my head. Louis C.K. is the greatest ONA guest, in my opinion. All right. Oh. Someone said, hey, you never finished your bagel story. All right, I got to talk about the bagels. 
So like anybody else, you know, you go for Sunday bagels. In this case, it was like Saturday bagels. And we went to our bagel shop. That looks like a power lesbian haircut, Jamie Marie D. You're supposed to be on my side. It is a female haircut. I'm not going to lie to you. If I, uh, if I was a little more uh, secure with myself, I would take the hat off and show you my, my, uh, my girl haircut that I got after letting my hair grow for over a year. <laughs> oh, my God. They're killing me. Uh, that haircut would look good on a female soccer coach. <laughs> yes, the bagel story. All right. So, four bagels. I went everything bagel. OPN hash shoes. What are you what are you doing to me? It is a Karen haircut, Vincent Scaramuzo. It's it's terrible. Four bagels. I like the everything bagel. Sometimes they go salt bagel, but but the problem with the salt bagel, it's too much salt, and you gotta scrape a lot of the salt off. I go everything bagel. My wife goes everything bagel. My uh, son goes everything bagel, and my daughter's not there yet. She goes with the plain bagel. We love the everything bagel so much that I got an everything spice or an everything bagel salt thing. So it's all the stuff that's in an everything bagel, but it's in a little uh, little thing. And you can like shake that over your eggs and other things. Oh, it's wonderful. You should uh, try to find that on your own time. So four bagels, all cream cheese, and everybody wanted a slice of tomato. I'm like, no problem. I got this. Hey. Driving to town, I get the four bagels with the, the cream cheese and the sliced uh, tomato. And uh, to be honest with you, I had to leave the bagel store because uh, they wouldn't let me use their bathroom. Uh, you know, it's a COVID thing, supposedly. A lot of these businesses, they now don't let you use their bathrooms because of COVID or whatever. I had the green apple splatters really, really bad. Really bad. Because I had some very greasy chili the night before. So as they were preparing my bagels, uh, I'm feeling the like uh, my, my stomach uh, sounded like a cellar door. So I, I bailed out of the bagel place and I went to the nice uh, coffee shop next door. And while they're making my bagels, I blew up their bathroom. Nice, right? Oh, yeah. And then I was praying. It was so bad. I was praying as I opened the door that no one was waiting. That's the worst because you, everyone knows it's you. You can't blame it on anybody. So then I go back to the bagel store to get my four bagels with the cream cheese and the sliced tomato. I see a bag behind the counter and it says $31. I'm like, wow, that's a lot. What did that guy get? What did that idiot get that it's $31 in a small bag that basically fits, uh, you know, a couple bagels and a coffee? So I say my name, Greg. You know, I go through life as Greg, by the way. And uh, even though I don't like that name either. And uh, the lady goes, oh, Greg, okay, your order's ready. And she grabs the bag that's $31 and change, by the way. So then I go, because, you know, I think you would do this too. $31 for bagel. What are you going to say? See, I just did it there. I just, I just told you that I'd do that, and then there's an example. I said bagel instead of bagels. Uh, watch for that. You'll, you'll hear it a lot, and you'll, you'll feel like uh, you're an insider. Anyway, she goes, uh, that'll be $31 and let's say $0.79. Cents. I'm like, 
$31 for four bagels? And every single one of you guys would have done the same thing. You would have questioned that, right? I hope you would have. And I was annoyed, but I was also surprised. So I'm like, $31 and whatever cents for four bagels? And instead of like being apologetic and explaining, she goes, haven't you been reading what's been going on? Now she's in my face. I don't know why everyone gets in my face when I have the real issue. I don't get that. So she goes, you haven't been reading about what's been going on? Or she said, uh, I... I assume you've been reading about what's been going on. That's exactly what it was. And of course, she's talking about the, the container issue with the tankers, right? Uh, we have a supply problem in America. We all understand that now. I go, wait, we get our cream cheese and tomatoes from China? I said that to her. And then she's huffing and puffing. It'll be $31. I'm like, that is crazy. I'll be honest, I wanted to tell her I ain't paying the $31 for the bagels, but we were in a house because summer's kind of over that we don't have a lot of supplies in the house. So I had no choice. I had to buy the $31 uh, worth of bagels. So then I hand over the credit card, right? She actually said to me, would you like to leave the tip on the card? Would you like to leave the tip on the card? Not, do you want to leave a tip and do you want to leave the tip on the card? She was assuming that I was going to tip her and she wanted to know if I wanted to put the tip on the card or give them cash. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving the tip on the card. Doggy just jumped up on my lap. You all right, doggy? I'm in the middle of uh, talking about the bagel story. You remember that story? Yeah. Oh, all right. You're not interested? Oh, all right. You're going to jump over there? All right. The camera's going to shake because Doggy's trying to get up into the glass box studios. So she assumed that I was going to tip her after, after uh, $31 for bagels. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I go, no, I'm not leaving the tip on the card. And then, you know, the little paper comes out that I got to sign and she... She aggressively rips it and aggressively hands it to me and goes, there's pens over there. So I take the pen, right? <laughs> I take the pen. I sign my little name and I write. Uh, no, I didn't write. Sorry. I said very loudly because I can't help myself. I go, no tip. And then I go, haven't you been reading what's been going on? Well, that's the bagel story, and it's a real story. $31 for four fucking bagels. Four bagels with cream cheese at the store near my house where we buy them all the time. Tops, 12 to 14 bucks. Yeah, that's about what I was paying. Maybe maybe 15 to 16 there, Pat Duffy, but they were 31 fucking dollars. And I had the nerve to question that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. And uh, I guess there's going to be a Netflix uh, walkout because of the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix. What is going on with this country? All I have to say about that, when all those idiots walk out from the Netflix offices, I hope the CEO gets with uh, the security team over there and changes all the passcodes, all the security codes so they can't come back in the damn building. Because these idiots are going to wreck uh, Netflix for all of us. All of us. 
And you should always fight back against comedy or against people that are uh, uh, fighting against comedy. How do I say that properly? You should always fight back. Always fight back. Dave Chappelle, another brilliant special by the man. And these people, I guess their their feelings were hurt. Oh, my God. I was discussing this on Twitter, and someone goes, could you imagine if these same people watched uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw or Richard Pryor? I'm like, oh, my God. They would need not just one therapy dog. They would need a, 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 a herd, a herd of therapy dogs to get over that. But, man, I mean, they're boycotting and walking out on comedy. You got you got to fight back against this crap. Why is it that uh, these younger people, and I know I start sounding like uh, my dad, uh, but why, why don't these younger people really understand comedy? Comedy. Or do they want just milk toast comedy? I mean, it's their... It's going to be their world. So in the end, it's going to be up to them what kind of comedy they want. Maybe they want really boring, incredibly safe comedy. God, that would be a shame if that's what ends up happening. Because <sighs> it's simple. Once again, Dave Chappelle had some transgender uh, uh, jokes and some thoughts on, uh, on um, you know, that community. And that's why a lot of people are up in arms. And the fact is, and younger people don't understand this point. You can make fun of the transgender community without hating on the transgender community. You can make fun of the transgender community and come up with jokes. And you can also support the transgender community. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that why don't the younger people understand that why why all-inclusive comedy would stink i feel bad man i feel bad for the comedians i said it many many years ago they came after radio they destroyed regular radio uh thank god satellite radio was where uh, they were at the time because all these people moved over there and they continued their thing for a while and I said it at the time, uh, up next will be uh, the comedian and comedy clubs. So any chance you get, you got to fight back against that crap. And I also say that uh, for any group to be fully accepted in America, they can't take themselves so seriously. They got to lighten up and be able to laugh at themselves. That's when a group, I believe, uh, gets true acceptance in America. So I fully support Dave Chappelle. I fully support the CEO of Netflix. I fully support uh, the comedian. Uh, and, and that's where it's at. And I'll be on that side uh, as far as the, the culture war goes. The dumb cancel culture. Man, I walk these streets all day long. I'm dropping kids off. I'm uh, going to get parts. I'm getting my scooter fixed. I'm uh, getting uh, uh, presents for my wife's birthday that's coming up. And I don't know where these cancel culture people are. I don't know where they are. And honestly, New York City is uh, quite the liberal city. But you don't see these people. Not one person is talking about uh, the, the Netflix uh, walkout. They're not even talking about it. It's not even on their radar. It's ridiculous. I need to know if any of the people coming for Chappelle even watch the special. Uh, most of the time, um, no. 
Most of the time, it's just, you know, a little a little spark. Somebody gets it going, and then it's just a complete, out-of-control wildfire with ends with a mudslide because you're, you're trying to put out the fire. And the mudslide means everyone gets fired. Everyone! And I said it many, many years ago as far as cancel culture goes, right? It's like the circus coming to your town. These people, they focus on somebody. Right now, it's Dave Chappelle, and they're going to focus and focus and focus and hope that Dave Chappelle's life and career are ruined. And they probably want the head of the uh, uh, CEO of Netflix as well. And I've said this uh, many, many times, and I wish they did it with uh, our careers over the years. If you hang in there long enough, this stupid circus leaves your little town and goes on to the next town. The next dumb thing, they want to get canceled. And it's all about getting points for your tribe. We all we all uh, belong to tribes. Whether you're a Trump supporter and a Sox fan, whether you're like a, a flat earther and uh, a whatever, we all have tribes that we belong to and we're just looking for points for our tribe. That's it. You don't even give a fuck. But it helps your standing in the tribe, right? So the next thing you know, in this little tribe, this little community of yours, you're like, oh, that's Sally. She started the Netflix walkout. So now she has more power in that particular tribe. That's all it's about, really. They make believe they want the change, but they, they more want the power for themselves in these particular tribes. BT, what'd you do to me here? $20? What? There was nothing wrong with that special. There's Benjamin Tucker. Right on, brother. Oh, yeah, Dave Chappelle ain't going to give two shits about it at all. Oh, I want to welcome a brand new sponsor to the Opie Radio Podcast. We're talking about Decked. Get your Decked drawer system at decked.com slash Opie and get free shipping. This is for the truck people. Where are my truck people at? Truck people hate this time of the year. Why? Well, because it can be wet and rainy and even snowy, which means whatever you left in the back of your truck, like tools, hunting gear, sports stuff, or whatever else you haul around in, is going to get ruined. And you know the deal. What's your option? You got to bring it in at night, or you got to stash it in the cab, or you pull out that dumb tarp. No more, my friends. That's why I highly recommend Decked. Matter of fact, one of my fishing buddies has it. He loves it. He puts all his fishing gear in his truck. And when he's going up and down the beach trying to do some surf casting, trying to catch a striped bass, if the weather turns, he keeps everything nice and dry. The deck drawer system is waterproof, so it protects and secures all of your stuff from Mother Nature. Each of decks, two full bed length drawers can carry up to 200 pounds of whatever you got. The drawers roll out, waist high, giving you easy access to your organized tools and gear. And it keeps your stuff secure. Decked is 100% made in the USA and backed by a lifetime no hassle warranty with a second to none customer service team ready to answer all of your questions. Like I said, one of my fishing buddies, he has this and he absolutely loves it. Protect your stuff with Decked. Get your Decked drawer system at decked.com slash Opie and get free shipping. That's decked.com slash Opie for free shipping on your decked 
drawer system. If you got a truck, at least check it out. Go to the website and see for yourself. Decked.com slash Opie, and you will get that free shipping. Colin Powell's the big news. He died of complications from uh, COVID. So then, uh, then of course, people, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even say it because it's so insane that YouTube will flag me. Uh, but uh, he was fully vaccinated, so you can only imagine if he died of complications of uh, the coronavirus, what people are saying on, on uh, I guess, the right, because, you know, we made the whole coronavirus and the vaccine and the mask thing a damn political thing. But the fact is, he, uh, he was 84 years old. He, uh, I believe he was some, fighting for uh, a very long time, some kind of blood cancer, I believe. So, you know, someone like that, uh, uh, the common cold could set you down a, a bad path, right? They're going nuts. They are, right? Of course they are. Whatever. But he was 84. Of course he was. He was 84. And he, he was a cancer survivor or he was certainly, um, you know, fighting the good fight when it came to the big C. Uh, we lost a good man today. Oh, shit. Did I just say we lost a good man today? That's going to get people fired up because, you know, he went against the Republican Party and he voted for Obama. He endorsed Obama out of nowhere. And I like politicians that go against the party line. So I thought that was uh, pretty impressive on Colin, Colin, Colin Powell's part. Opia famous YouTubers making a documentary about you. Who's the famous... Uh, YouTuber making a documentary about me. Huh? Some famous YouTuber? What does that mean? It better be good. Opie, any sickness can kill you if it gets you at the right time. Yeah, of course, man. 84 years old. That's uh, a lot could go wrong. <laughs> famous YouTuber equals oxymoron. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, the, I mean, the famous YouTubers. Do I know a famous YouTuber? Let me think. If I had to pick someone that is actually famous for being on YouTube, I would go with, uh, oh, I do know one. Just because of my kids. Mr. Beast is the only YouTuber I know from uh, being famous on the YouTube. That's literally the only uh, person. Oh, no, I could pull uh, Dan Tedium out of my ass, too. Uh, because my kids, I, I hear I hear his videos when they're on their iPads uh, watching the YouTube. So it's about my career. Oh, that should be fun. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, remember Tay? Tay, I, I always uh, messed up this guy's name. Tay Zonday, right? Chocolate Rain. He's, I guess he was a famous YouTuber for one video, though, I think. Pat Duffy writes, believe it or not, the YouTube people are big celebrities to kids now. My 11-year-old is even dressing as one for Halloween. Oh, no, I understand that. But being an older guy, I, I couldn't tell you who's, who's famous just for being on YouTube except for Mr. Beast, who, quite frankly, is brilliant because he figured out a way to get just ridiculous viral videos all day long. He, uh, he makes so much money with uh, the monetization of his channel that he just gives away money left and right, and that just keeps bringing people to his channel. I've actually watched some of his videos, and they're, they're just okay. And then you're like, and he gets millions of views for these damn things. Opie, you're cooler than Mr. Beast? Man, being cooler than Mr. Beast ain't going to be paying no bills, my brothers and sisters. That guy is 
worth millions upon millions. Look it up. Look up how much Mr. Beast is worth. And someone, uh, someone Google it and put it in the chat. That guy is worth stupid money. Uh, so fuck being cooler than Mr. Beast. I just want uh, a little more money, 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 money. All right, what is this guy saying? Opie, you had uh, said you had a big stunt to end. To end ONA, but sadly never got to see what it would be. Can you explain? That will be in my book. Don't you have a degree in mass communication? Yes, I do, Frank White. But uh, every asshole uh, and their mother got a degree in mass communications at uh, Geneseo. Mr. Beast, net worth $25 million. Look at a few of his videos for real. And, and you will you will absolutely be fucking mad. You'll be furious. You're like, he's worth $25 million for making videos like this? They don't suck, but it's not that impressive. Went to Geneseo, and yeah, I went to school for uh, communications. I knew I was going to do radio from a very, very early age. And uh, I started at 18, that is true. That's something that people um, uh, repeat back to me, like it's a bad thing that I figured out what to do at 18 years old. I mean, please. So I went to Geneseo. I wanted to get a degree in uh, communications, and then every other fucking asshole that failed at their actual major, they would change their major to communications because it was an easy way out of college. And I was one of, no joke, a handful of people that actually took the, uh, the whole communication thing uh, at Geneseo very, very seriously. So I'm not impressed that I have a, uh, a communications major with a computer minor. I put some of my, uh, my old math skills to, to good use, and I got a little minor out of it. Because, you know, my mom said, you, you, you need something to fall back on. You need something to fall back on. And I'm like, I ain't falling back on nothing. I'd rather be a bum somewhere uh, down south in a warm climate than fall back on being like a computer nerd. No offense to the computer nerds out there. They're, they're pretty much running the world, right? Yes, they are. Uh, Pat Duffy, I also have a degree in communications. Most expensive piece of paper I've ever owned and don't use it. Oh, my God, no. No one has ever asked me to see the dumb degree. I'm not impressed. I am one of these people. I am so not impressed that I'm a college uh, graduate. I'm not. And if my kids come to me and go, Dad, I don't want to go to college, I'm like, great. Here's the hundred and, oh, you got to up that number, right? Here's, your, here's the hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty thousand dollars $150,000 I would have spent on your college education. Here, put it in a bank and let them start some kind of uh, venture, some kind of small business. I'm not impressed uh, with college degrees in general. I think, I think college is becoming uh, kind of antiquated, to be honest with you. And then you leave college and you're in debt forever. Um... That was a good day, though, actually, when I could finally pay off my, my student loans when, when I hit in, uh, in radio. Pat Duffy, I'm going to encourage the military for my kids as a way to get free college. I don't want to see them go in debt, nor will be able to afford it for them. Yeah, well, that's not a bad option. You hear what China did, right? Uh, China came up with some kind of nuclear thing, brand new thing. Maybe someone could tell me the name of it. I should have wrote it down on a piece of paper. But uh, they came up with some kind of new technology. I think this 
this missile literally circled the earth and then missed its target on the other side by 23 miles, which isn't bad. And uh, American officials are basically saying, we don't know. We don't know how they did that. You don't want to ever hear that from your government. We don't know how they did that. It's some supersonic, hyper, blah, blah, neutron. What's the, what's Jamie Marie D? I could trust her. The hypersonic, uh, yeah, the hypersonic missile that China came up with out of nowhere. And, and American officials are saying, we don't know how they did that. That's good. You know. No problem there, right? It was trending on Twitter for about 10 minutes, and then a whole bunch of other nonsense started uh, trending on Twitter. Like, people were over it. People were over the fact that China came up with the hypersonic missile that I believe circled the Earth and then hit a target uh, or missed it by 23 miles, which means they're, they're figuring it out. And we were over it within, I, I would say, 30 minutes and moved on to other things. Moved on to our TikToks. Hey, look at this girl dancing. Our government is a mess now? Our government is a mess now. Biden doesn't know how his pants got wet. Biden doesn't know how his pants got wet, let alone what our enemies are doing. Now do Trump. Now do Trump. Now do Trump. That's all I want from, from anyone. Now do Trump. You think everything was hunky-dory with, uh, with the Trump? I don't think uh, Biden's uh, even an average president. He stinks. I drove home from uh, the ocean last night, and all I was in search of was gas that was under $3.40. That was my goal. 378, 382, 365, 368, and 9 tenths, 374, and 8 tenths. And I finally, I want to thank the fine people at 7 Eleven for coming in with uh, the $3.36. No, not $3.36 and 4 tenths cents per gallon. And I felt like I got something accomplished uh, last night. But gas prices are out of control. We got a uh, supply issue, obviously, with all, the, all those tankers just wandering around, waiting to dock so they could get us our damn goods. Pat Duffy, you got gas at $3.19? Oh, my goodness. By the way, I feel like my dad, because at the end of my dad's life, this is all we talked about. This was it. Uh, I forgot what the prices were back in uh, 2004, but he would brag about, oh, I found a gas station, you know, but it would be a gas station that was 30, 40 miles from the house. Uh, I paid $2.18 a gallon. And I'm like, but you, you had to drive almost an hour each way to get the cheap gas. But every time I ran into him, it was always about uh, where he's finding his cheap gas. And then we go eight. And then he would talk about how it sucks to be old because everyone around him was dying. He hated that everyone around him was dying, all his friends. From the VFW Hall in uh, Kings Park, uh, Long Island. His life became going to a wake every other week. And he goes, it sucks. He goes, this is the, this is the uh, part about life that sucks. Jim Sharkey, uh, I got gas for $1.29, but it was in... In the form of a Taco Bell chalupa. Jesus, what's wrong with you? I don't even know why I'm laughing at that. It's so, sometimes the really hack stuff, I don't know. Sometimes it's just so stupid, it's funny.
People voted in a bum. Which guy? Which guy? I would say both are bums. Do I have one person out there? I just need one person in the chat to say that Biden stinks as the president and Trump stunk as the president. I just want one fucking person to admit that. Uh, they're all bums to varying degrees. There you go. Trump was so-so. That's the best you could do is uh, Trump was so-so. Uh, sorry, but Trump is a better alternative. I, I hope that worked out for you. I, I will never believe that, to be completely honest with you. But I wasn't stupid to think that uh, Biden becoming president would solve all our issues. I was just happy because it meant that we didn't have to talk about Trump all day long. That's, that's all I wanted from my president. This is what I want from my president. Not to have to talk about him all day long. As soon as you wake up, you have to fucking talk about Trump. That's what happened for four, well, no, five or six years because it started way before he became president. And when Biden became president, he's such a bore that we didn't have to talk about him all day long. That's all, that's, that's all I expect from my president. I don't expect much else uh, past that point. And then maybe cheaper gas prices, which he's failing at. But everything else, it's just all nonsense. Uh, hey, what do you think Trump is doing right now? He's, he's biting into some kind of like fast food right now. And, uh, you know, and, and he probably has like uh, the dump sweats. Probably has a good case of the dump sweats. I feel sorry for anyone that really believes a president's going to make their life uh, that much better. It's just a sporting event, I guess. Your guy. Your guy. Ugh, why would you want a guy in politics? And you know how dumb this is? Uh, Jennifer Ferris, hold on. It says, I'd like for my president to not be pushing fucking 80. For one, be able to complete a full sentence would be another gift. 100% with you there. I think it's really, really stupid that we don't have term limits, or I should say age limits, age limits on the president and anyone in the Senate. We did this the other day. Pelosi's well in her 80s. That Grassley, he's well in his 80s. They're still uh, politicians. You got Biden. He's in his late 70s, and he's in a, he's a rough late 70s for real. I don't know. We're kind of tired once again because we did a back and forth to the ocean. Uh, my friend, my lawyer friend, actually, we were going to podcast yesterday on a boat, but the wind, uh, the wind did not cooperate. But we were, we were doing some fishing from like seven in the morning until I don't know, almost noon, I guess. We didn't catch much of anything, but it was just great to be on the water. We ended up uh, going in the ocean, and uh, the waves were like crazy. They were eight to ten feet high, and we were in a small boat. And all I'm thinking is like, we're get, we're this thing is capsizing. But then you look around uh, at all the other boats and no one was panicking and they do that on a regular basis. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. We're fine. And no one, uh, no one tipped over, but that's what you got to do. Like when, when, when you're flying and the bumps get bad, all you have to do is look at the, uh, what are they called now? Are, are we allowed to call them uh, stewardesses? What's the word? Flight attendant. What are they? But you look at them. If they're not panicking and they're still going up and down with that dumb metal metal uh, tray thing and taking your orders as uh, it's a bumpy ride and they're not even flinching, then you can relax because they're used to all that shit. Just observe them and see how they're handling it. <laughs> Jim Sharkey. 
Air bitches. <laughs> oh, the Rolling Stones, speaking of cancel culture, right? The Rolling Stones, after someone could do the math, but I, I think the song is well over 40 years old. You know that song, Brown Sugar? Of course you do. The Rolling Stones made an announcement because cancel culture got them. They're not going to perform Brown Sugar anymore. And I'm embarrassed to say, I've been singing that song and playing it on the radio forever. I never knew the song was about having sex with a slave. Did anyone else know this? I had no idea. And if it wasn't a problem for 40 plus years, why is it a problem now? Why? Song came out in 1971. So that makes it 50 years old, right? Song's 50 years old, and all of a sudden it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the dumb world we live in. It's it's just ridiculous. 